Good morning, welcome to my podcast. It's January 29th, 2019. Let's talk about the government shutdown today. There was a partial shutdown back in December 22nd after the President of the United States and the Democrats could not come to agreement and funding for the wall. So, you know, we have veto threats. There was a lot of stuff that was going on. There was a stalemate. We had a lot of that going on, of course, back and forth. We've seen Nancy and Chuck on TV. Uh, not giving in, not caving in, pretty much what their motto was. Personally, I think those two are dirty myself and don't have a clue what's going on. That's just my opinion. There was um, 420,000 federal employees and workers without pay. I don't really believe that. I think it was only like a handful of people that were not getting paid. You know, that's just my opinion because the FBI and the ATF and the DEA and the CP. CBP, staff and State Department, Coast Guard, and IRS, and of course, the Homeland for, you know, Security. So we have like 3,080, I think 380,000 workers have been, you know, they got furloughed. They were furloughed to other departments, so they continue to work, you know. So I think January 11th was their first paycheck the government workers missed. They only missed like three paychecks, from my understanding. You know, from what I heard in the news and what I was reading. So then we, you know, we kind of fast forward a little bit after that. The government, you know, reopened on Friday. But then, you know, that was three weeks negotiation and things like that. It was a standoff for the Democrats. They didn't get Trump and billion dollars for the wall, which personally I think they need to have the wall built already. So February 15th. Now, my personal opinion, you know, Mr. Trump signed it on Friday night, restoring normal operations at a series of federal agencies until February 15th and opening the way, paying, you know, the 800,000 federal workers who have not been furloughed or forced to work without pay for 35 days, 35 days. That's my opinion, not really long. That's just my opinion. You know, I do have a family and all that. And I've been through a crisis before where, you know, I was trying to find work and all that. And things got tight. Hung with it, stuck with it, found something. So, you know, Mr. Trump presented the agreement, you know, with the leaders and so forth. And, you know, and then Nancy and Chuck took to the airwaves of, oh, we got what we wanted. We, you know, we wasn't about to cave in, you know. And I thought to myself, like, does this woman even have a clue, like, how many migrants are currently on their way to wreak havoc again to push their way through the borders? I mean, migrants on their way. I'm going to put that in real quick. Go from there. You know, it's just last time it was a big disaster pushing their walls down in Mexico. But this time, Mexico just opened the, the gates and just let them walk through. And I know Trump said something about, you know, Mexico will build the wall and fund the wall. <laughs> their people are coming over here illegal. And what, what really gets me is. These temp agencies, 
in my area, which is Ohio, will hire these illegal immigrants in without the proper paperwork, you know, because forged documents, they're just wanting that money. And money is the root of all evil. So they'll come over here and they'll give them license and they'll give them, they'll set them up really nice tax read for five years. A lot of people don't know this, but this is true. Five years that you pay for medical. Women get food stamps for their kids. This goes on for quite some time. And uh, years this has been going on. You know, I just, my opinion on the wall is, they should built this a long time ago, you know, in El Paso, because you take four adult illegals, they'll claim their kids in Mexico, and it goes on their taxes. So you have four illegal men who have one kid in the house, they'll claim that kid, and... The numbers off the top of my head, trying to add this up, $27,000. It's a lot of money. So you have four illegals, one kid in the house. The other three are claiming their kids in Mexico who don't even really live in the United States, who illegally crossed over, took advantage of someone's identification and stealing it because people's information is stolen and sold. On the black market. You know, a lot of this stuff is like, oh, it sounds like a theory. No, it's not. Do the research. It's right there. Black and white. It's been going on for many, many decades. And before it was, you had a work visa and you worked so long. And then you establish your, you know, your work visa. From a little bit of what I understand about it. You pay to stay over here in the United States from working, being a productive member of society, paying taxes like everyone else does. It doesn't happen anymore. They want to come over now illegal from all walks of life, not just Honduras. You have Africa. You have, you know, I'm going to say, maybe even Canadian people do it as well. Crossover. I mean, you can just walk through the woods and you'll be in the United States. But since the United States runs along the border of Mexico, it makes it so much easier for them to cross over. They transport them in buses to one side of the border. That's the weak part, which has really no barbed wire or anything whatsoever. They can dig under, climb over, and there's usually a car or something waiting for them. Then they'll take them and transport them, put them to work somewhere, and who knows where? I brought, I brought up temp agencies because those right there need to really be investigated because those right there, the head of the snake in the United States, you know, because I have had jobs where I have worked with illegal immigrants that couldn't even speak English. Well, we can't speak English. How do you even know where you're at? They just know they're in the United States because what someone told them that? I don't believe that. I just don't, you know, I just. Am I mad? Am I upset about this? I'm in disbelief that the, the fact that this goes on. And it's been going on for so long. You know, I brought up, you know, sex trafficking of, you know, kids. 
Um, I watched the the Honduras people pass this little girl. She was in a, a she had a backpack on. I think it was like uh, Elsa from the Disney movie was on it, and they were just taking this little girl and passing her one person to the next person, handing her off to get her in the front of the crowd. But here in harm's way, as some of the other illegal immigrants were throwing rocks, um, acting crazy, just uh, insane how this was going on the last time. Um, I mentioned that because you can just imagine how many other kids have come over, <clears throat> excuse me, illegal from the adults, and they're not even their kids. It's just uh, sad. What happens to those kids? They wind up in, you know, sold into sex trafficking. Some are saved or placed in foster care. I know it's like, I'm going to bring this up here. I'm not trying to cram everything in one little podcast, but to tie it all in together. There's a place called Fort Bliss, which is right there. If anyone knows anything about Fort Bliss, it's located along the borderline. It's the uh, U.S. Army base, the United States Army Post in New Mexico and Texas. The headquarters are in El Paso, Texas. Named in honor of LTC William Bliss, Lieutenant Corporal. Um, these are where a lot of these illegal immigrants have been housed in this community. And we do have the 2020 election coming up. You know, and Fort Bliss is housing these people. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you're not even helping the vets that are even in the area. And there's different things about this. Um, you know, thousands of immigrant children could end up on the base. Well, they do end up on the base. You know, there was 12,000 detained migrants housed at Fort Bliss. That's free food, free medical, free dental, free clothing, free school, illegal. And common sense is they're coming here for all those free benefits. Now, what is really getting me is 32,000 illegal immigrants preparing to hold in house, you know that's that's in homes of foster care. Because, like I said, this is a big money game, big numbers, big money game going on here in housing these illegal immigrants. I'm just looking online if you're wondering what the typing is, because this is how I do a lot of my research. Is online and looking at things like that. Um, 
this date popped up. They have August 22nd, 2018. Uh, they're creating illegal immigrants along the southern under the proposal of 4,000 beds. It was more than that. A lot more beds. They're also was looking at another base, Navy Marine Base, Mayhouse, up to tens of thousands of detained people. Can you imagine that? That's just how this is playing out. So that's two military bases to house immigrants. Why are they not helping the ones like the American citizen people or the vets that are homeless and the children that are in poverty here in the United States? They're just letting illegals come over and they're becoming first. They're leaving their homes to come here. And I know that some people are thinking, like, what is wrong with this guy? Why is he talking about this? What does it affect? It affects the economy. It affects so much. Okay, I'm going to say, let's say, top of my head, I out. I'm going to count these kids here. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I see twelve kids in this picture in this Fort Bliss. Okay, you got twelve kids. Let's say seven of them swallow balloons with drugs in them. Crossover. And what really gets me is our like separation from their family. Okay. They're in my opinion, are they really watching these kids to make sure they're not holding drug balloons where these adults have had them swallow these balloons to get them over, you know, illegal trafficking. It sounds crazy, far-fetched. It's just a thought. A thought is my opinion. So you have 12 kids. It's 12 kids going to be sold into sex trafficking because I don't know about you. I'm not going to put my child in harm's way. With this, Traveling thousands and thousands of miles, no water, no food, till they get to Fort Bliss. And a lot of this has to do with a lot of fake news. Because we're not going to tell you everything about how many people have diseases, drugs with them. How many kids are not even matching up with the parents that are supposedly saying that they're their kids and they're not. You know... El Paso is, uh, it's like a haven, a safe haven. And I know California is a sanctioned city, which is located right there. And a lot of Democrats are for this. Um, a lot of people don't know, like the ones, like I said, I'm kind of going back and forth here. I could probably turn this podcast into four or five different things that I'm talking about, but I'm going to tie it all in together. A lot of the illegal immigrants that were that had diseases were flown to Georgia. Now, if you live in Georgia, think about this. So all those migrants that had diseases, and we have a chicken pox and measles outbreak right now going on. These same people in the caravan had the same thing going on. Now they're, they flew them to Georgia for medical treatment. Now this thing spread like wildfire with the measles and chicken pox and AIDS and all this stuff. Um, you can do a lot of research and look this up. 
There's a lot of great patriots out there that will tell you the truth. I'm going to spin this real quick. Um, I currently have Twitter account, Monster74 at Himdale Monster. Himdale spelled H-E-I-M-D-A-L-L-M-U-N-S-T-E-R. You can follow me on there if you want. I currently have 874 followers. You will see a lot of this information on there. Certain things that you read, but um, the form of the foundation of Twitter has not allowed you to have freedom of speech on there anymore. You got to watch what you say and do anymore on there. So I branched off and started doing a podcast. That way I can speak my mind. Facebook is another one. Occasionally I uh, I can slide by with some of the stuff on there that I say. And uh, go from there. So, bring this up really quick. So, for eight years, we had Bush. Then we had Obama. All these executive powers. Now we have Trump. So, now you, now both the left and the right are gasping in horror because Trump has too much executive power. The guy's a businessman. Now, now, Bush and Obama, now we know Bush with his weapons of mass destruction, which there was not, and Obama with, you know, swearing in on, not the Holy Bible. And a lot of people think that the significant other is a man, you know, another conspiracy thing going on. It's possible. Who knows, you know, these trainees come out of the woodwork, you know, that much. Back to what I was saying about the border. I'm going to go into Fort Bliss here real quick. So Fort Bliss is currently housing these people. You got the 2020 election. They're you know passing a law. Or I don't know if the law's been passed or not. I'll have to look that up. If illegals can vote. Can illegals vote? It's possible they did with, you know, undocumented immigrants can vote in some elections. You know, but ICE is probably going to step in on that and say, no, no. You know, they're trying to give illegal immigrants the right to vote. Why is it now? You're illegal, but you can come to another country and vote. That's, that's another thing up in the air. Democrats, you know, House GOP paces, passes measures blasting, allowing non-citizens to vote. There's so much mixed stuff on the internet anymore. It's like, what's what? Who's who? Or even if this stuff is true to begin with. But, you know, I want to bring this up. The 2016 election. You do not need an ID in an election. 2016. Now that was really something. You know, you see different signs on here like, today's illegals, tomorrow's Democrats. I do believe that. Democrats have shown their true colors over the course of time. And a lot of the movie star elites, music elites, have jumped on board with this and have bashed Trump 
everyone that's bash trumped either has a dark history or a dark past. I think, in my opinion, their contracts are up. That's why they're doing this. Like I said, I ping around a lot in my podcast. That's quite all right. I'm human. I still don't agree with illegals crossing the border. Why can't you go about it the right way? You know, my go back on my heritage, Irish, Appalachian. Irish had it pretty bad, in my opinion. Then we have blacks. I bring that up because over sixteen to seventeen thousand illegal immigrants. I'm gonna put that number there. It's just a number. That's all it is. And you have a black community which is suffering from it because they're in poverty because of these illegal immigrants that are crossing over. Where do you think they're housing these people? In sanctioned cities. The blacks should be in those sanctioned cities and they should have the help that they need to get. That's my opinion. Take it, whatever you want. But now I believe that. You know, that's another thing that really gets me is taking these babies and pushing them aside. For these illegals to come over. Hell, we don't even know if those are even their kids. And I know they're not. And that's just how it is. Um, Like I said, they only give me like 30 minutes on this podcast that I'm using. Which is Anchor. Get the word out. Get the message out. I'll um, probably do another podcast. Touching more based on the illegal immigrants crossing the border, you know, sex trafficking, drug trafficking, you know, illegal work visas, falsification of IDs through temp services, which I say that because those are like a haven for illegal immigrants. And ICE needs to crack down more because why are they funding? Why are four? Adults with one kid in the house. Three of the adults are claiming kids that are in Mexico that do not live in the United States. These are great questions to ask. We already know why. Because they're getting away with it. and It's illegal. And on that note, I'm going to end my podcast with saying thank you for tuning in. Stay up to speed. And God bless.